Hello and welcome to We Cantrip, a D&D podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Brandon Tharp. Today I'm joined by... Cameron Ford, who normally plays Tackman Knuckles. And Ian France, who also occasionally plays Pate Asher. Occasionally? Yeah, not all the time. Occasionally. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like just being He Ian. does different <laughs> kinds of role play, if you know what I mean. Uh, and the person not here today is Greg Brown, who usually plays Nomo. Uh, we decided since it is the week before our live show to take um, like a week break of the regular episodes to kind of start prepping for the live show because it is kind of a big deal. We don't want to take and you know go into it blind and kind of wing it. We're going in. I'm writing a good you know long one shot for it. Uh, we want to make sure all of our audio equipment and everything else is working you know really well. Um, so we kind of took the week or the past week or two to kind of prepare for that, and make sure everything was going to be good and be run <clears throat> and be run just how we want it to be run. Um, on top of that, it is, you know, Easter weekend and, uh, you know, spring break for a lot of different play. Uh, <clears throat> on top of that, it is uh, Easter weekend and, you know, uh, summer's coming up, so people are kind of getting busy. Greg is kind of getting uh, wrapped up with him having his new baby here soon. So congratulations to him. But uh, because of that, he couldn't really make it today. Um, but it wasn't that big of a deal because we planned on doing, you know, an episode like this regardless just to kind of touch base with everybody, you know, talk about some cool things some fun things, some things we want to talk about. Um so, yeah, before we get started with uh, the content for today, is there anything you guys want to add that I might have forgotten because I'm a very forgetful person? Um, nah, I think the big thing is just, you know, we got the live show coming up. Uh, get hype. Uh, that's a, that's honestly, I would say that's about it. I mean, we can always talk about what other, like, what things we need to actually do what as this goes on. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like, I say that. Um, some of us do like like uh doing like the whole like social media type. Like I'll occasionally look at the We Can Trip podcast like page and I'm just like like Instagram page and I'm just like, um I feel like we could add more, but then I'm just like but what could we add? Just like Yeah. It doesn't help that we're all growing adults and we're all super busy and, you know, life is grabbing everybody by the testicles and whipping us around. But the podcast will go on. Um, I do actually finally have confirmed YouTube videos in the works. Uh, that is actually happening. Ooh, fancy. You guys might, yeah, you guys, uh, Ian and uh, Cameron, you guys might see one maybe by the end of tonight, maybe tomorrow. Uh, so it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, because I, I sent you guys the message about, like, uh, what I need for the one episode, and I kind of started work or the one, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, the one video, and you guys sent me all that stuff for it that I needed it for. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah I can't really say what it is because it's gonna be uh pretty funny, um, and also pretty helpful at the same time. So there's a video coming soon, uh, that the boys uh, have helped me out with. Funny um, and for the helpful. Boys. Yeah, funny, funny and helpful. That's what we're going for That's here. What we can trip. Hope for the video and hope what we can make this episode. This this little side story. Funny, if you will. helpful, very nice young men that don't swear. And have fun. <laughs> and totally not drinking. Yeah. You know, do it the way that the Lord would want it. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think All we right. should be religious gonna, up in here. We're going to step away from the Lord talk before we offend somebody else. Oh, um, no. We're, we're talking about, like, the Lord of, like, the kingdom and, like, country. That's all we're talking no, about. No, no. I'm talking about. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, wow. B- busted. Shh. Hey, I didn't no, say. No. I didn't say. I censored no. myself. Yeah, there goes there. There goes the agreement we had. I okay. censored myself. So the first thing we have um, today is we're gonna do. We did a little Q and A um, for our Discord channel, and we did recently, maybe two or three weeks ago, start a Discord channel, and we're getting people, you know, on, on a nice, you know, slow basis, but it's slowly growing the community. We got a few people in there right now. We got like, like to talk to us. 
Um, I think it's like a total it's like, of twelve. Like twelve, yeah, like twelve a dozen, people right now. A good handful. Yeah. Um, and for us being the uh, small podcast and uh, and whatnot, uh, you know, the, the Discord's going pretty good, and we appreciate it. But I put a thing in there today. If you are listening and you are in the Discord, uh, you guys asked us a couple questions today. Um, so the first one, I'm gonna read these off right here. Um, Tyler asked us. What was your worst D&D experience, and what was your best? Uh, Cameron, go ahead. You can go first. Oh, God. Um, I would say probably, like, just all in all, or, like... Uh, yeah, or I'll just say in, overall, yeah. Not, uh, just, over, not just the podcast, just overall. All right. I would have to say one of my favorite ones was, like, kind of, like, my best was... um, I was playing a uh, rogue fighter. For a campaign just before this one, uh, my last D and D session uh, group, um, we ended up um, going to a uncharted island, and my character had amnesia. So, oh, you've told me this story. Yeah. God damn it. So, at this time, my character was a um, he was originally a rock gnome fighter that I ended up turning into wood elf because I rather just play a wood elf. Uh, rogue fighter. I thought it was pretty fun to play, and um, my DM decides to give me the lickanthrope. Uh, uh, licanthropy. Yeah, there you yeah, go. there's that, the that, word. That's the word. So he. I ends thought, thought giving... you were gonna say lickanthropy, and I'm like, what? <laughs> right, but like he ended up deciding to tell me like, hey, you're gonna be the only one that knows about this, but your character has no idea that's happening. Mm. So it's like a meta knowledge type thing. So we go to this Uncharted Island, try to like uh, get other people to rally up to join us in this big war that my character decided to cause, because I decided to get a wish uh, spell, and I was trying to turn back our original like hometown back to what it once was, and I ended up reviving everyone that died into an army of zomb- uh, skeletons and like zombies and shit. So we ended up deciding that. We're going to die if we don't leave. <laughs> so <laughs> we ended up just leaving, just said, nah, we're going to go get more rallies. So you fucked the island and then just left? No, we uh, destroyed our, uh, pretty much, we caused the war, well, my character caused the war in the uh, country that we were in. And we went to another country to go and get more people to join us in the fight against the undead and the, um, oh, crap, what was the other? It was like a... Undead and a lich, like king, pretty much. No, uh, I can't. That sounds familiar. I know, but like <laughs> th- this went from like zero to one hundred, though. Like at first, uh, what elves didn't like my character because of they just kept calling me this cursed king, and I'm like, why am I a cursed king? Like, no idea. But we got to this entire island, and mind you, it's like black and red, like. Everything looks charred, but still alive besides any living creatures. And like every time someone like lost an, even like a small drop of blood, it would glow red. Like the whole island would just glow red. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, kind of short. Next thing you know, come to find out that my character decided that uh, before I lost my memory that I was an evil king that killed two thirds of the wood elf race by using a um, 
what they call it. It was like a Golthiath tree or something like that. Let me look. Some sort of old ritualistic artifact tree. It was a um it was part of a tree that ended up just causing haywire here. Actually, funny enough, I still have this character up. Maybe I'll let you use it. Oh god. Um it was Gothias. It was an ancient evil vampire. Um, he ended up like planting a tree called a Gothias tree, which as soon as it was, like speared into the ground, it just caused this massive like nuke in a way, but it didn't chart any any buildings or anything, just living creatures like humanoids, anything, and. Come like I said, come find out I killed two thirds of my own race, and they called me the cursed king because I wasn't. A so you didn't even know about it. <clears throat> so you didn't even know about it. You were just playing your character, and your DM was like, "Hey, this happened. Fuck you." And this is Basically. why everyone pretty much hates you. And I'm like, "Oh, thanks. Wow. Like, <laughs> I like I like that DM. <laughs> uh, it's like every DM is trying to come for me, man. I swear. Jesus. All right. Now I don't I don't go directly at you. I just find that you put yourself in situations where it's hard for me not to take advantage of them. You're you're not wrong. So uh, probably the worst one though. Yeah. Would, Wait, uh, that was your best experience? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, what was your worst one? <laughs> he was playing a character where all three thirds of this entire three thirds is killed. It, it was more so just like the whole like entire like part of it was all cause of me. And then like every time it was like, think of uh jigsaw in a way. Every time someone said my character's name, something would just like appear and he's just like, I want to play a game. And like, would either put us in like a trance or may us like fight an adult black dragon that one of our first time, uh, D and D players made it, laugh by using tenacious uh no tenacious or tasha's hideous laughter and made the dragon laugh yeah all right and we pretty much that, just sunk into the back into this like swamp made like almost into concrete but i would say probably the worst part was the sole fact that when we were on the island anytime someone said my character's name like actual name my character would just start spazzing out like he's going into like a full like on a seizure. Yeah. And then just trance. That's that's the only thing that I hate about it was that island. Every time someone just said my name, I was the one that was getting screwed over. And it was awful. I hated well, it. Because I'm not good with puzzles whatsoever. I'm complete oblivious. To I think it. it might be just you as a person that causes all your characters to get fucked over in the end. But but it's fun and it, it makes is. good content. So So but yeah, like I said, the the best part was just the fact that my character did all of this and didn't know that he did all that. And the worst part of it was just constantly like, I want to play a game and then just getting constantly screwed over by my own party. <laughs> well. Okay, anything else? No. Okay. Not that no. All right, Ian, worst and best moments of D&D. Um, it's real hard because uh, all of my experiences for D and D have only been in those two categories. Yeah, Either, that's usually how it is. <laughs> it's only, yeah. Like, there's never been a game where we're like, I've played You're with like, someone, and we're like, that was all right, you know. And then you just move on with it. It's, it's like, always, there's... it's always like, God damn, I can't wait to play next time. Or, oh my god, like we're gonna have to have to really talk about this because this was a nightmare. <laughs> um, I'll start with the 
best first only because I think the worst has more entertainment value. So, uh, best experiences I've had. Um, I actually ran an entire campaign with some close friends of mine, and we actually finished it. It took us like two and a half years to oh, do gosh. it. Oh gosh! Yeah, I mean that, we, those are the best ones though when you can play like longevity wise like that. Yeah, you know. And that one, it had so many dumb like twists. It had so many dumb moments where we just one of my friends he played a minotaur paladin, and his key stat was intimidate. Like he kept intimidating. And any kind of situation that would call for maybe stealth or diplomacy or, God, intelligence, he'd be like, I'm going to intimidate it. And by the grace of God for the paladin, he rolled a nat 20 every single time. Jesus. So he just got out of it. Just, oh, no, there's some kind of explosive arcane bomb. Yeah, I'm going to intimidate it. And I go, you roll me a 20, I'll let you do whatever you want. Nat 20, guess what? He stirred that bomb, and it did not go off. And the entire Jesus area God. just stared at it like, what? Um, did same, he use his mind or something like he, that? That uh, same dude, um, they were fighting against, a, I think, a young white dragon. And he had, like... This was like fourth edition, so they had this thing where a paladin you could mark someone, and the mm. first time they don't attack you, they take a little bit of damage. Well, the dragon's attacking the dying artificer, and as soon as it swipes, my friend goes, "Oh, it takes, I don't know, three hit points," because it matches his wisdom, and he had two health points. So essentially, the dragon just died of a heart attack, and then just <laughs> fell over, and everyone did. Nobody felt good about the victory. They were like, hmm. <laughs> They're like, well, <laughs> that's a very, right. I feel I've had that happen a lot of times. It's <laughs> just like, yay, we did it. Yeah. Yay. Uh, and another good time, uh, I played a uh, human cleric and I played it super straight. Like, I was devoted to the church, like, church of life. So all life was precious. I did not kill a single enemy throughout the entire thing, all non lethal damage. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where I was introduced to some something that was described to me as nothing but pure evil. And it tried tempting me. It almost as if, hey, we managed to capture Satan in a cage and we're going to auction him to some kind of black market. You want to ride with that? <laughs> and I went. <laughs> and then he, the, this beast is like, hey, let me out. And I'm like, oh, no. So I concocted this very not even half baked maybe not even a quarter baked maybe a tenth baked idea where i was like well i have a diamond hand axe i'm just gonna chop the bottom of the boat and oh god and make a hole and be like everyone get to the top deck <laughs> and then i would and then they had powder cakes and i'd just blow up the boat but since everyone was on the top deck they could be able to like jump off real yeah soon. yeah be safe uh got caught uh you with a divine strength check i just picked up one of the ship's cannons and just shot at the monster still hitting the powder cakes blowing up the boat everyone survived though and it was this whole thing of like i'm just floating in the middle of this ocean just like what have i done (laughs) just real upset with myself um but stop freeze frame you're probably wondering how i got here (laughs) yeah i was like man this isn't good but uh as for bad um a lot of the bad experiences I've ever had always never in game. Maybe pro maybe the only time it's been like in game was there was a session that went way too long. And now that I think about it, it actually caused me to shoot the boat with its cannon. Cause I went, <laughs> this is going too long. This should have ended 
an hour ago. I have work in the morning. I'm just going to start acting crazy. To let the, in game, your character was sleep deprived and yeah. was going insane. Yeah, essentially, that's what it was. But uh, a real bad one was uh, there is a guy we played with. He was a DM, and this may actually get into a topic that you know I want to kind of ask, like after we go through the viewer questions and everything. But this DM and we were playing a D twenty version of like One Piece. So fun. It it was fun. I enjoyed myself. Like the systems and everything. I've never seen One Piece. That's yeah. That's <laughs> fine. You you got a thousand episodes and like twice that many just chapters. Pirates. Yeah, pirates. Way too many. I just started watching Game of Thrones, so like I gotta get oh, to that. Have fun with else. that, dude. Yeah. All right, continue. So we did this whole thing where it's like, oh hey, he gave us all you know special powers, and the, the drawback of these special powers is you can't swim. So we're fighting a guy who's transforming into a giant monster, and we all decide, let's just push him overboard into the water. We do that. He dies. Encounter over. Uh, the DM then yells at us. And is like, you guys weren't supposed to kill him. He's supposed to be like a rival that follows you. And I was like, well. Well, that's his fault for not writing him that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, all right. And then. Like, well, well, well. If it's in the consequences of the DM's own actions. Yeah. Like, so then we. Uh, we go to, like, next time we played, we went to an island. We caused a lot of hell. And then the authorities were on us, and we just split. DM yells at us, you guys weren't supposed to leave the island. You're supposed to stay on the island. The island's very important to, like, the story. And I'm like, well, then you shouldn't. Like, what are we supposed to do? We're not going to just sit there and get arrested and do all this dumb shit. So then it got so bad, we actually had to restart. And when we restarted the whole campaign, things went better until it came down to this individual we met. And there was a very important character. He described this case. He's a, oh God. Uh, the best way I can describe it is, um, who's the dude from the kingdom hearts game? Diz, you know, he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's one of the fucking ansoms, you know, spoilers, you know, whatever. But, one of uh, the 30 Ansem clones. Yeah, yeah, but he's this mysterious person who has a lot of power, and everyone's like, oh, don't trust him because he's dangerous. But, you know, he's really, you know, this important character. So I laid down the greatest sales pitch of why he should help us. Yo, we're going to be wanted by, like, three-fourths of the world. We need a strong dude backing us. If we succeed, you know, you get one of the strongest armies in the world behind your back sounds like a good deal oh anyone who helps me uh, they perish and i'm like well then if we die you're proven right once again like who cares no and then they just disappear so then throughout the rest of the camp it's anytime we played we met people like yeah we met this dude oh you shouldn't deal with him all of us collectively as a crew went yeah he's a bitch Fuck him. <laughs> and we actively try to antagonize him to be like, well, then fight us if you're so big and bad. And then the DM didn't like that. And then we'd stop playing that. And then I offered a substitute, which was like a Fallout tabletop version. Mm-hmm. That's also a nightmare because if, you can go on the official wiki for this. And I don't know if it's changed, but they say, hey, here are the stats. How Here how to play. You know, it's both, it does a, a D100 percentage and all this stuff. Click this link to download the player sheets. You print those out, 
They do not show anything talked about on the wiki. Not a single thing. So when the character sheets don't. Yeah, no. It's oh. like it's dealing with different stats. So it's just chaos. The across yeah. the chaos. Well, that you know, it's probably just the equivalent of the Fallout seventy six. The, uh, the the tabletop game. It's just buggy as hell. Oh everywhere. no, yeah. It it sucks too. And you try going on the wiki to be like, hey, you know, give me some weapon stats so I can give these guys a gun or something. Uh, they go, here's a gun. Uh, two d six. You want to know about the food? Well, dog, we got the whole goddamn food pyramid here for it. We got grains. We got fruits. We got vegetables. We got the whole thing. We got dairy. Yo, we got the stats and how long they last in the game and everything. But you want a handgun? Ah, 2D6. There you go. Have fun. That, that's kind of disappointing. And I was like, right. that fucking So you yeah, actually made me want to change my like best and worst, but I'm going to let Brandon go first <laughs> on that. Because like, just hearing yours, I had more time to think about all shit that's happened to like yeah, that's my thing like, there's so much like there's yeah. so goddamn much but like now hard, i know it's hard to narrow down just to, to the specifics i i now know though but go ahead all right i've actually oh god where do i start i'm gonna start with the best i want to say probably because it's pretty easy and simple um for me uh probably the best experience i've had with D is honestly probably i'm gonna, I'm gonna probably gonna say jesus christ i'm probably gonna say the podcast just because like it's been consistent. We haven't had issues like actually getting together to play. Like we've been releasing episodes weekly. Like you know, the fact that there's only three of us or like four total, but three players, one DM, makes it seems like the entire game just go a lot more smooth rather than having six people at a table screaming at each other trying to like take their turns. Um, this is the smallest group I've ever played with. I've always played with like groups of like five or six. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? For the show, I'm gonna do three people rather than a big group of people and it's just worked out so much better the scheduling's easier the story moves along great because you don't have six people trying to go six different ways you guys have generally like you know yeah like some derailing goes on which is fine like i don't mind it like as a dm like i like that kind of stuff because it makes me improv i don't want to you know you guys keep the story interesting by doing this dumb shit where i'm like i got to think of something on the fly to compensate for this like i need to have a reaction i can't just say no fuck you you weren't supposed to do that like (laughs) <laughs> uh, like I, I got something to add to that because I mean, like real quick. I remember I played with a party that was like twelve people plus DM. Oh no! And, oh gosh! And this, this was like a one-time thing, and it was like for a dude's birthday, and I felt so bad because the dude was like really ready to have a good time. Like, yeah, let's do that. I'll DM and try this stuff. Immediately, it was me and one other guy going like, let's see what happens before we do anything. Four people just going straight chaotic neutral and attacking each other, and then the other six were just trying to go with the flow, which was okay. We'll help attack the other players, and okay. then it, beca- it became the very first clusterfuck battle royale in tabletop form. So, Jesus. Wizard of the Coast, pay me my money so you can have that idea. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's 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 my biggest thing is like the three of you guys have made it easy to run the campaign even though you know like it's not all set in stone what happens like everything you guys do like i i base episode by episode like by what you guys do the previous one so it's like i don't railroad you guys in one direction i, I let you guys take the path whatever you, way you want to go and i'm going to be doing videos about this soon like how i go about like my creativity during worlds is like a lot of people make the misconception of like all right this is my story this is what the story is gonna, this is what's going to happen this is how it's going to be told in reality it's not just your story it's your world with your events that are happening that your players are deciding to tell and how they do it how they get to there is up to them and you narrate how it happens 
like my main thing is like you know if you guys are up to date on the show which hopefully you are is cool vecna's cult and costs are on the rise right now you guys can say fuck all that smoke and go to another country for all i care and you guys can start playing another country. The shit in Alteran's still gonna happen. <laughs> right. Like, like that's the thing. Like it's still gonna happen. Like you guys are like, you know what? Nah, we're, I don't feel like I don't feel like going after Vecna. I don't want to do any of that. I'm like, it's still gonna happen. <laughs> like, yeah. you know that kind of stuff. So it's like, I, I love the first tip I give to a lot of you know first time DMs is, hey, like it's not just your story; it's your player story too. Like write a story that you're gonna have fun with, but just know that like it may you know, the path they may take may change the outcome or the ultimate like big ending will like probably be, will probably be the, you know, the, the, the outcome ending because depending on how you write it um, or what happens, but like the, everything from start to beginning or start to end, like you don't know how the fuck that's going to happen. So you got to be prepared to improv. And you guys have made this one of my most favorite games to DM in the sense that like, I've done a lot of improv. I've come up with cool stuff. It's a lot easier to manage with just three people it's been super less stressful than any other games I've had to do, even though it's a podcast. Like, it's just been, you know, it, it makes doing the show, like, a lot more worth it and makes me look forward to playing the game, like, more and more every time we get together. See, uh, see like, well, sorry for interrupting you, but back to what you are saying, like, there's only two things that you really kind of just told us, and one of them was just some more so, like, hey, can you guys, you know, not be evil or chaotic evil because... What what you're going to do is going to affect the whole entire world. Like, it doesn't matter if you do this and decide, oh, no, we're going to push the problems away and just act like it never happened. Like like you said, it's still going to happen either way. You're just like, just try not to be a dick. Yeah, like, that was that, my That's big, all you asked. Was, yeah, that was my big thing. It was like when I got together with the guys, I was like, listen, like, I don't have very strict rules. The couple I do have are, one, don't be chaotic, stupid. Like, when we, I wouldn't say that. You can be stupid and do dumb stuff because it makes for good storytelling. Don't be, like, evil. Like, straight up, this is supposed to be a good campaign. You guys are heroes of the world. Don't mur- be murder hobos. Second And the second rule I had was it wasn't even, like, don't derail it, but it was, like, keep the, sco- like, keep the story progressing somehow. Like, do it however you want to do it. Like, I don't care if you guys throw cheese at each other for hours on my ends, <laughs> but, like... As long as you progress the story, it doesn't have to be my story for all I care. You guys need to start making your own story. As long as you guys make a progressive story that's fun and interesting to play and listen to, that's all I ask for. Because the shit I have planned is still going to happen whether you guys care about it or not. But like the stuff that you guys do, keep writing the story. So best moment by far, doing the podcast for everything I just said. Worst moment, I have two. One is really quick. One is, um, you know, actually happened very recently, like a month ago. Um, and I'll say that real quick. I play a Roll20 game with a few friends online, and I play a dwarven bard named Thargan. Um, I decided to do an online Roll20 game as a player because I don't get to play very often because I DM more or less. Uh, Thargan is, his backstory is very typical. Um, he is a dwarven bard that wanted to do music for a career, and his father didn't like it because his dad wouldn't be a blacksmith. He got banished from his hometown. He ended up getting trapped in the Feywild with his current party. Um, so Thargan is traveling with his party, uh, through the Fey. They just escaped this dungeon and they get ambushed by a bunch of Fomorians, which are like almost like big, uh, um, like troll looking motherfuckers. Uh, they kidnap us. There's way too many, way too many for us to fight. Just way too many. Eventually we're kidnapped. We're tied up. We're being dragged to like this camp and everything else. Um, we stop for the night and we're like exhausted at this point. We're suffering exhaustion. Um, me being a bard. I'm like, I'm going to try to get my way out of this because I'm a fucking bard. And I got like a plus 11 or something stupid of persuasion. Um, so I'm sitting there. I'm like tied up. And then my DM tells me, he goes, 
So one of the uh, one of one of the Fomorians pulls out your loot and starts strumming it, but he can't strum it very well. And I, me, be me, I'm like, oh, I yell out, hey, I, I can help you. I'm like, can I persuade him? I'm like, I'm gonna help him out. I'm like, I can teach him how to play. You know, let me down. You know, let me stretch a little bit. Maybe get something to eat, and I can teach you how to play. I got like a nat twenty. I literally got a nat twenty in my um my persuasion. They're like, all right, you know. So they let me down. I walk over. I start playing the loot, and they're like, all right. He's like, roll a performance check, but with disadvantage to um you know sway him and show you actually how to play this i'm like fuck yeah my performance is a plus 10 but it's disadvantage so i was yeah, like yeah that never uh oh i got a 19 and an 18 natural so like plus a 10 i got a 29 and a 28 and he's like you fucking kill it and i'm like all right sweet eventually the big bad fomorian boss falls like in love with me and he starts treating me like his pet almost where he's like carrying me around everywhere um eventually so but the thing is like my party is like they're almost dying they're dehydrated exhausted I'm getting full nights of rest mm-hmm. and full long rest <laughs> and eating. So I'm feeling fucking great at this point. Um, but then the next day comes and we're traveling along and the uh, big Fomorian guy is like, sing us a song. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, I just play a song. He's like, no, what kind of song do you play? And I'm like, oh, I sing a song about death and how I love death. Cause I'm like, these are bad guys. I'm trying to like sway in my way. I'm like, I sing a song about death. And he's like, all right, cool. So then, like, I rolled like a fucking 24 right performance. I'm like, sweet. And he goes, yeah. He's like, all right. He's like, cool. The four millions are just clapping. They're so happy with you. They're clapping. He's like, yes, 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 yes. And then the big four goes, now play a song about raping your people. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 no, oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, that my gosh. is a question. I, the, so then, oh boy. nope. So then I'm like, all right, not twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I sang the no. best goddamn song about rape you ever did heard. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, my party lost it. They were just like, oh my god, oh, my DM, man. because like essentially, like I was fucking over my party. Like I was essentially fucking them over because they were rest. They weren't resting. They were almost. They were borderline dead. I'm getting full nights of fucking sleep and eating every day, and I'm fucking fine. But I wasn't doing anything to help them out because Thargan's a little, his character is basically a little bitch. And he's like, I'm just trying to fucking survive. Because he, he had just met these guys like a day before they got captured and didn't barely knew them. Oh so he sings a song about rape, and the four more, he's like, Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> now pick one of your party members we can rape. And I'm like, Ugh. Oh my Ooh. sweet Jesus. Yeah, and I'm just like, Oh no. Um, so I eventually persuade him, like, let's not rape one of the party members. Let's send somebody out. You guys and somebody else. Not one of them. I think they'll be good for something else. Like, you know, maybe like food or something down there on the road. And he goes, yes, yes, you're right. Okay. Okay. So he pulls out this woman, just another slave woman. And he goes, all right, Thargy. Cause he called me Thargy. Cause he was just fucking stupid. He goes, you get to choose kill or rape. And I'm like, wait, what? And he goes, oh kill or rape. And I'm like. I look at her, she's like, he tells me, my DM is like, she's like half dead as it is. Like, she's barely eating in days. She can barely walk. She can barely move. This is why they picked her, because she can barely keep up with the crowd. Like, kill the rape, Thargy. And I'm like, I, you know, uh, uh. There's a real uh, easy answer I said kill. I was like, I'm like, you just kill her. Like, she's suffering. I don't think you guys are getting any enjoyment out of the rape. And he goes, you, Thargy, you smart. Here you go. Hands me a battle axe. And I'm like, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. Just like, what? He goes, I asked you kill the rape. You said kill. Then we, while you kill, we find somebody for you to rape for pleasure. And I'm like, ugh. So eventually, 
I walk up, and then, like, the entire crowd of Warren are, like, cheering me on. They're like, kill her, kill her. And I'm like, oh, oh my, my God. God. And my party members are just like, dude, are you actually going to do it? And I'm like, if I don't, they will fucking murder me. And then I swung down, and I killed this innocent old woman. So at that point, I changed Thargan's, like, alignment because he was, like, good. And then he was, like, neutral at this point because he was so, like, just out of it. Then the last thing that happened that made him finally just snap and become just, like, a, just almost borderline evil because he knew what to do um, was he – oh, God, and this is fucked up, and you guys are probably not going to hear this. Uh, while the killing thing was Before, going on. Warning. This is a poor time to say it now, but if you do not like warning. this shit – you know, I'm gonna cut what you just said yeah. and put it ahead of this. Yeah, this, this is go. a trigger warning right here. Yeah, this, because like to me, it just sounds like your DM is just like I, I, really yeah. wanting this to happen, but like so he yeah. seems like a narcissistic type person. So just saying. eventually, he's really cool. Like he was fucking with my character big time because I kind of fucked over my party just so I could survive. Uh, so why I unfortunately killed this innocent woman. Uh, he goes, all right, you kill this innocent woman, you turn around you, and there's Juno, who's the big Fomorian guy. He, he pulls out another person from the crowd, and it's this guy, and he's just the same way, just barely beaten. He's, he's barely alive, tired, hasn't eaten in days. And he goes, Thargi, here, prize for you, and he throws him at you. And I'm like, oh, you want me to kill him too? And he goes, no, 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 you don't kill no more. You get pleasure. And I'm like, oh, oh okay, all right. See? So, all right, I guess I'll take this guy behind, like, the trees over here and pleasure him. And it's, like, in my head, I'm like, all right, cool. This is, like, a moment where I can, like, free this guy and, like, maybe start getting some people, you know, doing whatever I can to get people free. And then the foreign goes, no, no, you do it here. We cheer you on. And I'm like, oh, Leafa. That's when you just said, I can't get it up around crowds. See, this is when... My first instinct was, since they're dumbasses, if put in that situation, I'd be like, yeah, I guess I'll do the pleasure. And then I'd get the guitar and just, ooh, and they're like, what you do? And it's like, I'm pleasuring. What do you, do you not understand what <laughs> no, I do? I, listen, I tried shit like that. I tried, like, singing, and they're like, no, take on your pants and rape him. And oh, they started clapping, and I'm like, oh, see, fuck. That, that's so this is oh. what I did. I got, I got out of it by the skin of my goddamn teeth. I had the guy face down, you know, just like on the, in the dirt or whatever. Oh my I God. minor illusion they dong. <laughs> I make a, I make a dong and they kind of look at it and you're like, I make a big dog and they're like, <laughs> so I grab the guy from the back of the head and I I grab him and I go, don't worry, I'm not actually gonna do it. Just act like I am. And he goes, what? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, just oh my act God. like it's happening. So I minor illusion the dong and he goes, okay, no. Roll a goddamn, I think it was some sort of check, a performance check to like see if it was yeah, actually believable. I, oh I got like, God. and I got, you know, because thank God I'm a bard, I got, and ended up getting like a 23 on the, the, uh, <laughs> fucking doing deception. Me. It was a deception check with Maddie with my Arcana. So I got like a 23 on my deception check, and he goes, Yeah, these from Orange are fucking dumb, so they believe it. So I fake rape this guy. See, I, I just imagine just you got this fantastic performance check. You're just doing fucking backflips and handstands, and they're like, "Oh, he good." Yeah, no, <laughs> he must be good at six. <laughs> oh my god. Um, eventually the the game continued to go on, and uh, Thargan turned pretty much not evil, but he was pretty much working with the Fomorians to stay alive at this point. So I rolled a new character, uh, and we ended up brutally killing Thargan uh, a few weeks later. So I, I mean, like good. 
yeah, he he deserved to die after what he did. And so I I it was coincidentally I my ranger in the game actually put the final arrow in his chest to kill him. So so that's your that was worst. worse. Bad. Yeah, yeah, that seems like a fucking worst. Yeah, I'm not even so, going to the second. After saying that story, I'm like, you know, I'm not even going to say the other thing because it's that's it's probably yeah. even worse yeah, than so, that. Yeah, that was the worst experience for me. So I know we got more questions, but I think this is a great opportunity to ask because I feel like this is going to be like questions and also kind of like a learning experience yeah. like for people it's, who it's, haven't it's like, you, know, it, you know it's like we didn't mean to do, do like another bonus episode but we feel like we really need like a week off to really focus on the live show coming up so that's why like me like we're playing for th- almost three hours so i had to prepare like a pretty long like one shot for us to play um because it's gonna be like a one three hour long um episode in a way i'm probably gonna split it up into two episodes because it's gonna be so long i don't like to go over like an hour hour and a half because i hate super long episodes of podcasts but still like because it's a one shot and it's at an establishment i had to make me make sure it was like written the right way um appropriate appropriate for the most part you know we just want to get prepared but yeah spoilers um you know that's not gonna happen in our one shot (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're right um Uh, well, no, no cause, yeah, because I was gonna say, because I would think, because uh, I've I've hear questions like this from time to time, and you know, I have a pretty solid answer of no, unless it's comical and the DM starts it. But I always wanted to know from like DM perspective, like outside of my own, how do you feel about sex in the campaign? Okay, here's my thing with that. With the situation I just talked about, no, that's that's an extreme. I like that I, was I would have just straight up just stopped playing because that I'd be like, you know, yeah, I don't, I, I didn't want that. Like it, honestly, if he would like, no, you have to do this. This guy, I would have been like, I I'm not comfortable with this. I'll just fucking kill Thargan. If 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 I if the if the minor illusion wouldn't have worked, and they were like, he was like, they don't believe it, they want to watch you do this, and we're like, no, you you might as well just fucking kill me. Like I'm like. No, like I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, right. luckily the illusion worked, and I got to kill Thargon later on for what he did. Uh, sex in the game, if it's from a comedic standpoint, like for example, I played a homebrew game a few years ago, where um, one of the my players was they were in a town trying to get information about a tournament happening to get information on um, their the like the uh, the the arena champion because yeah. there was uh, rumors he was working with like. Uh, an underground society to like overthrow like the king or some shit like that. So yeah. they're trying to find information about him. So they're going around, um, and eventually my my players he ends up going to, and I explain the town to him. It's like an older, rundown, like really dirty town. There's like a brothel there, like really shitty shops and that kind of stuff. Because you know that's that shit was in, you know, medieval you know oh, situations. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't being like inappropriate about it. It was just like you know, so the one of the guys walked in the brothel and he was he walked in and I explained to him like these girls are like they're not like happy they're like almost like enslaved like they're, they're doing this out of like you know yeah, yeah, yeah they have to they're trying to survive but they don't want to you know what i mean so it wasn't just like yep they're a bunch of sluts no nothing like that it was like it was just showing like, the pain and suffering they're going through so eventually he um said he was going to pay for one which he did he went up to the room and he didn't actually at first he didn't actually do anything with her he just like started asking her questions about a person around town then eventually he was like no i did pay for it i mean i can sleep with her and i'm just like I mean, technically, if you want, he goes, all right, yeah, I do it. And I'm like, okay. So it wasn't like brutal, like in-depth stuff. He's like, he's like, no, yeah. he's like, yeah, my character's been through some shit. And yeah, I, I give her an extra few gold, and I, I know what she's been through. And I, I treat her really well. I don't, like, brutally destroy her. I yeah. just see her a good time. I'm like, okay. That's the kind of stuff's like, fine. 
when it came to like the thing like what happened that 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 was that's why I said it was one of the worst ones I worst scenarios I've been through because it's like that for me that was like hard to play because I was just like no and that, that's <laughs> that's the way I like always try to handle it because it's like you know I remember. <clears throat> I played a campaign and I liked the idea of it, but it just didn't go anywhere where this guy was like, Oh, we find like a trinket shop. And this guy's like, Oh, I have this amulet and it brings, you know, the girl, you know, the partner of your desires. And like, you know, he's making jokes of it. And like one guy buys it. And then I, you know, the DMs that goes like, Oh, you know, like the next morning you feel you're real tired. And then the cleric of the group just went, this is a sin, and just threw it in the river. And then that was the end of that oh, whole thing. Okay. And, I, and I started cracking up. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is, <laughs> like, and he's like, no, like, you wait, like, we made jokes of, like, you wait till marriage to do that. And, like, Jesus. And that was all that was said. And, like, you know, for, I would say, you know, it's a poor choice of words to say it, but for flavoring, like, to really demonstrate how bad someone is it's like yeah his army's raped and pillaged throughout these villages oh yeah and that's yep. the extent of it i but and there's i actually what was it not recently it was about a couple months ago i learned about some tabletop game i can't remember what it's called it's but it for the video that you're working on yeah i made a joke about okay. how do you determine? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and you're talking about yeah. That is a legit stat in this game. Oh, really? And I went, oh no. And then reading through it, they have whole stats of like, hey, what happens if you get it on with an animal? Jesus. And I went, this is a red flag. Yeah. But this is a great example of what not to do. So I'm telling, <laughs> what not to do. So, <laughs> so I'm this telling is everyone, Jesus. like, guess what? Yeah. Yeah, there's um, I, when it comes to when it comes to DMing, there's there's very few things I am strict on like that I won't put in the game. Mm. But like the kind of stuff I explained that happened to one of my characters in the game, I do play with other people. Like that's something I like. I'm not gonna push anything that far ever because that's, that's fucked. Up. Especially like on a podcast, right. like people listen to this. Like, no, oh, yeah. So if you're listening, I'm sorry to listen to that story. I'm just giving an example of like that was the worst thing like I had to like do as a player because like. If he honestly, if he would have like told me, he's like, they're not gonna kill you. They're just gonna stand and make you like wait till you do this. I don't know if I gotta kept playing because they right. just would have been like, no. I got to the point I'm like, mm. you just just kill me. Red flag. Like, you just fucking yeah. kill me. I remember uh, before this podcast, like the beginning part of it, Gemma. The whole thing. Oh Gemma. god, yeah, the old arc from like months ago that we stopped doing. Yeah. So. Vernon, he decides, like, all right, I go to his jewelry store. I think I was went to appraise something, right? Yeah, you went to go appraise gems because your character is a weird thing about appraising gems. Yeah, so <laughs> um, I went to go do this, and... You met up with uh, Gemma at Gemma's Gem Store, yeah. which not the same not the same Gemma from Soul Grove, a Gemma yeah. from Driftwood, it's, which was... If you guys listen to the different. first, like, four or five episodes of the podcast from, like, back in, like, fucking... Right before we started this one, we did a few episodes with another group of ours that just ended up didn't working out. Um, we had like three or four episodes. Tack went to a gem store and met up with Gemma, and you can take it from here. All right, so Gemma was like a really cool person. Like he 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 didn't really give much to just like uh, details about her, but like she was like what Elvish or something like that. No, she she was a gnome just like you. Oh yeah, she was a gnome. No halfling. Like, she was a halfling because right. one of the players said she's a herfling, and I'm like yeah, she's a halfling, female halfling. Yep, gotcha. She was just nice and innocent. Like, oh, hi, um, can I help you? Like, what can, what can yeah. I get for you? So she, she was like a straight sweetheart, you know? So, like, my character is just like, yeah, hey, like, baby. Just, 
Hey, baby, sexy egg. <laughs> and um, kind of find out that uh, she, me and her decided to like have this date after we came back from like doing this quest, and I come back, and then she's just like, "Yeah, let's go on this date." So we go to the tavern, and we're sitting at the bar, uh, the bar, and the bartender is just kind of staring at me, staring at Gemma, and then was just like, Gemma was like hyping up this drink and how good it was. And so like, <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, uh, yeah, Spartan, can I, can I have, uh, you know, the original drink that I get and one for, uh, tack here. And I'm just and like, me as cool. the bartender, I'm just like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, it was like, just fucking. He, he, the bartender did not like Gemma at all. Like at first, like she was like that sweet, innocent gal. And then like, she just sounded annoying and obnoxious and it was just a bad time. So. She went, she drinks, and she's like, oh, I'm feeling great. Like, she's like, feeling a little bit tipsy. She's like, I'm going to go get some girls. I forget uh, what I said when I was, when I was voicing her. I was like, I was like, do you feel something? Because I feel something. I think I totally feel something. I think you should feel something too. I'm going to go to the bathroom. We'll be right back. And that's when I gave you the opportunity to like figure out what the fuck was going on. So like, I talked to the bartender. I'm like, so what's the whole deal? Like, is this drink actually good to drink? I'm like, why? He's just like. It's fucking water. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I was like, dude, I just put some sugar in the water in the back and you give it to her, dude. She's like, she's like 16 years old, man. I can't serve her alcohol. Yeah. No, you said she's like 14 or like 12 or something. And I'm just like, my character just jumps out. Yeah. Like, just like jumps from the So then, then I give Tack the option as the bartender. I'm like, all right, listen, man, you're having a rough night, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, listen, I could totally give you something to like lay the edge off and make you forget this entire night ever fucking happened. He's like, yeah, just give it to me. I don't give a shit. I'm like, yeah. All right. <laughs> so I make him oh, this drink. No. He drinks it and like he failed us. He got like low on a save. I got um, like maybe like a uh, eight or Yeah, seven, it was below eight. a 10. I know that. Um, blacks out completely. Wakes up the next morning and at in the, the uh, fucking cathedral. In the cathedral with his pants gone. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, like I, I, I <laughs> that's where we left it. And I'm like, yep. I'm just like, nah. And they're like, oh, sh- her mom, I guess. <laughs> next oh, time I no. saw her, her mom came up to me and was like. You ditched my daughter, all this and that. She's she like, was like Snooky from South Park. Have you yeah. ever seen that? Like, Snooky uh, wants mush mush, but yeah. wanted her daughter. That's to how I. Smush that's smush. how I described her. I was like, Zach, you just you disrespected my daughter. You, how dare you disrespect my daughter, Zach? So like, it was either get my gems freaking appraised or don't get them appraised at all. And I really wanted it appraised, so I like lied to her. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll go and I'll like, you know. Take her out next time, like for real. Like I won't. Next time I come back to Driftwood, come to find out, she's been selling like this, like fake, like alcohol type thing that it was like a placebo. No, it was a healing potion, but it was alcoholic, and she was getting them to like selling them to kids and everything like no, that. No, that wasn't that wasn't her. It wasn't. No, that was different. There was Gemma's gem store, then there was a potion store because that was with the little boy. Gotcha. Yeah. I yeah. I Long story that. short, with that, um, this, this is show. I just blew <laughs> this. Story. This actually, this is going to lead us into another really good question. Um, from that we got today. This is probably like, wow, this is going on almost an hour already. Oh Jesus. Um, we're gonna. This is gonna lead us into a good question. Um, about restarting campaigns. Um. Oh no! It says, "What's everyone's favorite class to play?" You know what? Yeah, well, you know that, that's gonna be well, that's, that's gonna be a quick one. Um, so let's do this one first. Let's run. I got one, I j- just to add on to the thing, nothing like a story or anything, 
but I remembered the name of that tabletop game. Everyone, if you ever see a tabletop game that goes by the name of Fatal, is an acronym. I do not remember what the acronym is, but that is a game that you should not play. It is very hostile to its player group if you're not a male. It is very hostile. Oh, God. And uh, maybe the funniest thing, and you could totally cut this out because this is real fucking bad. Um, uh, they The stats and everything mm-hmm. affect certain things. So if you your intelligence, if you're below like three or something, yeah. you're considered retarded and you get retard strength. Jesus. And I cracked up. They're like, they're like retarded. <laughs> Parentheses, retard strength. And I went, that's the, that's, that's, its clinic, that's its official name. Just retard strength. You get a plus five to all strength. Coming from like, I'm a, I'm a counselor coming from a mental health counseling aspect. I, that is I was like, up. I was like, this is fucking wild. It, it's, it was a fucking car crash and Jesus Christ. and I couldn't look away. All right, let me let me finish this real quick because it's going to lead us. This question I'll just answer because it's really quick because um, a lot of people might not know this. And we've kind of almost answered it. Um, one of the things that happened was they in that same campaign, it was the pre-podcast to call it that. You know, uh, before this podcast happened, me and Cameron did another podcast, Cameron and I, stupid grammar, yeah, well, with a couple other friends uh, of mine. It just ended up didn't working out, you know, long story of why it didn't, but it just, it just stopped working out. We did like four episodes. Eventually we brought it to a stop because of certain reasons. And I brought on, uh, Ian and Greg and it's been great ever since. Um, one of the things that happened was they went into a potion shop and I had said the potion shop, uh, it was kind of shady in the sense that, uh, they were putting alcohol in the po- they were putting like alcohol in the potions to sell to like people to you know kind of get them drunk too and people in town kind of knew about it they just didn't really say anything about it so one of the players not Cameron decides oh i'm going to shoot a fireball into there and i'm like okay blows the entire shop up cuz no i shot it i shot uh one of the barrels that had like alcohol in it and you know freaking no somebody cast fireball into it Oh, it must have been Ido then. It was Ido. Yeah, it was Ido. He cast, it was uh, some sort of fire spell into it. He cast fire. I remember specifically. Uh, he cast like a fire spell into the building and blew it up. And next thing you know, they just, like, he, he was just like, yeah, we're going to leave. Bye. And then, uh, yeah. We just uh, never, so, went, yeah, we just never went bye back. Bye. You just never went back. That yeah. <laughs> so that, like that wasn't, black that wasn't that bad. Um, but there was a few other things in the game that were happening where it's like, like I said before, I don't care if you derail stuff as long as you progress the story and like, an appropriate way and make it like entertaining uh some of the things that were happening um were how do i say this they were fine like 100 i was fine with some of the stuff but then it got to the point where i was just like oh god everything is going completely left fucking field like <laughs> we're gonna raise zombies and kill this npc and we're gonna do this and i'm like holy like how you fuck. kind of were expecting us to like kill the emerald coast pirates and then next thing you know Freaking both the party members, without even talking to me about this, they're like, yeah, we're going to slit their throat, and then we're going to become king of it. I'm just like, what? Which, here's the thing. That's cool. You know what? Because like, I, was, I wasn't going to stop the game from happening. I was going to keep it going. I was going to keep playing. It was fun. You know, they were derailing everything, but you know what? Fuck it. It was fun. Some people that listen, they're like, it's funny. We like it. I'm like, you know what? Cool. It's about other people. We're going to keep playing it. That's fine. Um, just unfortunately, we weren't able to keep playing it, which I was really bummed about because I did like... Yes, I had my world set up. I had what I was going happening. I had general events going on. 
uh, they were going about it in a way I did not expect it to be taken, which is fine. That's how the game works. Shit was going in the left field, getting derailed. They were going almost borderline evil, you know, whatever. That's fine. It's going to make an interesting game, an interesting story. Shit just didn't, you know, play out. I still talk to them. I, I know uh, one of them still listens to the show because he likes to support it. It just, everything ended up not working out for certain reasons, which kind of sucked. And I was super disappointed. And I was like, I didn't want to do it again for like a week or two. I was just like, wow, like I put all this effort into this. Like, I don't want to like, fuck it at this point. Um, but eventually, you know, I found uh, Ian and Greg who wanted to play and we restarted the campaign. And the question we, another question we got was, I wonder what you guys, I wonder that if you guys had to choose, if you guys had the choice to restart the campaign to do something differently, would you? And the answer to that is yes and no. Yeah. In a sense that, you know, yes, in the sense that we were able to restart the campaign and continue on the podcast and it was, it's now growing bigger than we thought. Um, we're having fun with it. No, in a sense, initially when it happened, because like I put all that work into it and all the time and I'm like, I didn't want it to all go to waste. So at the time I was like, no, I don't want to fucking restart. Like this blows. You know, um, like I, the other two guys I'm friends with, I've been friends with them for a long time. Like everything was fun. Like I played D and D with them before, and like, yeah, I was really depressed. And then like, yes, in a sense that like, as soon as I found out people I wanted to play, and now we're on episode twenty going on doing live shows. I'm like, fuck yeah, like this is cool. See, I, I, I don't like. I can't answer for this campaign only because it's like things have been going so well and like there's it's not really like tension between the group and everything there's the, times where we both were just like kind of like we could have done something different here but, oh no yeah but, but that, fuck it like but, <laughs> but that's like just life that's a game though yeah, that's like yeah. that's gonna happen in any campaign like fuck we probably yeah. should have done but um i think it is perfectly fine to reset a campaign but the big thing is you have to change the players because I, in too many instances I've played where it's like, oh, hey, you know, this campaign's not working out. Let's restart it. And then we have the same people. Those same problems come up again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just like at that point, like, just scrap it. And this is a perfect example of like, hey, you know, fucking two third, like half the party changed and things have kind of worked out better than the first time. So yeah, I oh, wouldn't, no, I wouldn't wrong. say, it's still yeah, fun. I wouldn't say, you know, I'm going to say it worked out better in a sense of, like, the campaign is lasting longer. If the situations that occurred at the time wouldn't have happened, like, that podcast would still be going on. It would be, you know, because we're having fun with it. But because, you know, what did happen, which is unfortunate, happened, this is happening now. And I feel like the story that I'm writing now because of the way you guys have taken the game is better than what I was going to be writing beforehand. And that's actually a a thing I was going to add to that is I honestly think – because, like, I have a giant, like, story, like, written. Then it's, it's fortunately and unfortunately, it's been the only story I really played with people. It's like, oh, hey, I got this going mm-hmm. on. You go through and blah, 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 and things happen. And then, you know, it's like, all right, we can't play or whatever. Something dies off, and it's like, all right, you know, if I find other people, I can learn from the previous mistakes and like yeah and like okay i can change this i can add that i can define this a little better you know maybe focus on that don't focus on this yeah and that kind of happened with this one too so it's like the stuff that happened in the previous one i was like all right this happened the previous one what can i do in this one to make this better make this more interesting or like maybe start it off in a different way yeah so like as like i said as unfortunate as it was uh, as unfortunate as it was it kind of sucked that it happened and you know i was really upset about it for a while um it was a little bit of a blessing in a sense that like now like i learned from a lot of it 
um, the campaign and the story is becoming one of the coolest things I've played and written in a while, and, like, everybody's enjoying it, people, like, listening to it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like as bad as it was at the time, like, it's it's helped us turn the show into what it is now. And, yeah. and I would say, you know, from my side, I, my, I would say, yeah, my experience is, like, whenever it's, like, bad, when it's been bad, that's when we had a reset and mm. we didn't change the character, like, the players. And it's like, oh, hey, we're just reaching those same problems. It becomes very obvious where the issues are coming from. So from my experience, it's always been okay. You, if you're gonna restart, you need new blood. That's and that's always yeah, the way that at I, least half the party needs to be different. At oh no, yeah, half. oh no. I mean, but yeah, like you could change like what the characters are playing. Like that's fine. But I just feel like because I remember, yeah, if you if you just still have those same people, you know, it may be good at first and like, oh hey, you know, we'll do this and the but then it's like. By session three, four, five, even. Oh, he's getting into his old shit again, and, that, and that's how and that's how it's always been with me. And it's like it's never when I DM'd. It's always when I was a player, and there's a DM, and I, maybe that just maybe the DM kind of fumbling about. Yeah. But I remember any time there was like a problem player, like, and I was playing with them. You know, we were always like, "Hey, man, like, you know." Like, slow down. Like, stop. Stop what you're doing. Like, not as in, like, oh, you're playing it wrong. But, like, that shit's not really Yeah, needed. it's not going to fly, slow yeah. down. And then that normally fixes itself. But then if there's an issue with the DM, that's a fucking tough one. Yeah. Yeah. I that's, had a, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. I had a problem with my DM of uh, one of my first few uh, times playing. Um, what would happen is uh, he played, like, a lot of the older editions. And when we all decided to play fifth edition, like it was a negative say here, but um, he every time like we would always like play, everyone would be so hyped to play, even he was. And then like when we were playing it, we had two people that would try to min max pretty much, mm. so they were like pretty much broken every time. Like no matter how they play, it's just how they are. And like a lot of people, their min max are like. Always want to dish out, do a lot of damage and everything. And the DM got so mad because, like, it got to a point to where, like, we were all playing for fun. And then it was a DM just trying to find so many ways to get us killed. Because he just felt as if the 5th edition babied everything too much and just jam-packed everything instead of, like, oh. No, the game is what you make it. Right. The, the first thing, one of the first things in the DM's guide is you make the rules, so... Anybody that says, like, oh, 5e is too easy, no. Like, as a DM, you make the fucking rules. Like, and that's one thing I try to go along with is, like, it's easier to manage a party of three people. It is. It's easy to make a party of three people happier than it is six because I'm really worrying about three people. So it's like, for example, like, in the game, I've been trying to, like, at least balance out the shit people have been getting. So it's like, all all you guys have shit, all three of you have shit going on with your parents. Pate got a hammer. Cameron, you're about to get this scroll. Nomo just does gloves crap. Nomo is he has drugs and a bunch of crazy stuff happens to him. Like I try to make you guys satisfied, like on an individual aspect as well as a team aspect, which is easier to handle rather than six people. On top of that is usually when you guys get to the point where you're like when you're like overkilling stuff, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna up the ante just a little bit and make it challenging. I'm not gonna. The point of me getting DM isn't to purposely fucking kill you guys. It's to play the game and tell a story and give you challenges, not. 
say, oh, if we you're fucking die. Like, not just like breezing through it, but also not just getting killed yeah. almost every I mean, session. If, 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 if rule of thumb in the campaigns that I usually run, death, there is always a chance of death. You never know because you never, you never know what the dice are going to tell. You know, you just don't right. know what's going to happen. Um, like how I got lucky. But a lot of the times in my campaigns when people have died, it's usually come from their own stupidity. Honestly, it's never because I've thrown an overpowered monster at them and they've died. If I throw a powerful monster at somebody, there's a way to beat it, which is usually, you know, pretty easy to figure out. But if you just like, for example, I had a campaign I ran where somebody got pissed at me because they died. Um, they were fighting a vampire and there was six of them and they were all smart and they were from a distance shooting at it. My one buddy was at five HP and of course, if a vampire bites you, it does necrotic damage. And right. if you drop to zero from necrotic damage, you outright fucking die. Right. This thing was at 10 HP because, you know, they regain HP every round. But they had it down to 10 HP. It had him and, like, three other people to go. Oh, well, no. It was, yeah, him and, like, no. Who was it? It was, oh, it was my friend. And then there was the vampire. And then the other five people after him in initiative because they killed all the minions. That's it. They're fucking flailing this thing down. He's like, all right, I'm going to go up to it. I'm going to swing my sword at it. I'm like. Just because he's probably thinking that he is going to kill it. Are you sure you want to do that? He's like, I'm like, his turn is next. If you don't kill him, he's going to bite you. I'm telling you this now. Like, out of game, like, normally I don't do that, you know? But, like, when it comes to, like, like he'll probably fucking die. Like, he was close to death. He's like, yeah, man. Like, he ain't going to fucking kill me. And I'm like, okay. He walked up, swung with a sword, missed both times. I'm like, all right, he is going to bite you. 21? Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay. Uh, six piercing damage. All right, I'm down to zero. All right, uh... Necrotic damage, too, on top of that. Oh, what's that mean? It means you're fucking dead, like I said. What the fuck, man? I fucking told you. <laughs> like, so usually when people die from like my games, it's because of their own stupidity. I'm not going to outright kill somebody just because. Like, you could have just chose to kill me whenever I decide that I'm going to go to the drug lord's freaking domain. Oh, yeah. Myself. So this actually leads into another question I have because I know we have more questions on there but they're like simple kind of like yeah we'll do sentence. we're yeah we're running about an hour now so we'll finish what you're saying we'll ask this last question which would be really easy it's almost like mm-hmm. a one word answer and then we'll wrap it up so yeah um how how do you handle death as a DM because I know everyone handles it differently it's like oh you're just straight up just you're dead that's it or it's like because I remember um uh, in a campaign I played uh there was a guy he we played with him. He was actually like leaving state and he's like, yeah, like I'm moving to California and like, it really sucks and all this stuff. And we were playing and the DM has set up this whole thing where it's like, Oh, we're trying to figure out who the bad guy is. And it turns out it's the guy leaving. And we're like, Oh no. So he's uh, playing a monk and he does very first attack. He does. He's fighting against uh, our bard, uh, crit. And he had, uh, some other shenanigans or whatever, and then he spent a key point to do extra damage, and within his first attack, just outright killed the bard. And the bard just sat there, got up, and then left. And he's like, I have to go home right now. And then just fucking left. Oh, God. (laughs) What the fuck? We were like, holy shit. (laughs) And we were cracking up. (laughs) We killed the monk, and he's like, you know, cursing. He was also like a goblin too. So the fact that this like human bard got fucking destroyed, destroyed by, by a goblin. This, yeah, we were cracking up. And, you know, he's cursing us and goblin or whatever, and you know, and we're like, oh man, like this is bad. Like we just lost two of our party members. What do we do? Jesus. Yeah, and then 
so <laughs> so, so death <laughs> i don't want to give away too much because there's a certain way some games are vi- you know in some games if it's not as like strict as well, not strict if it's not as intensive or like creative as the one i'm doing with you guys um if you die you just die rolling a character you yeah know, that, that's Whatever. a hardcore campaign you know that's what they call that it. kind of stuff um I mean, not not you know, not even necessarily. If you die, you just die. You know. Now, oh God, I can't say too much. I want to like, I want it to be kind of a surprise. If one, if somebody were to die, actually, you guys are gonna, probably going to find out soon. Not one of you is going to die. No. Oh, thank God. Because <laughs> well, think about like, where you're at in the campaign. You're getting this scroll, right? Yeah, but attack. Okay, which means done. you're probably going to use it at some point eventually. Yeah. In which case, you're going to see some. I you're going to use it on myself. <laughs> to destroy your own soul. Maybe. Anyways, no, you're gonna you're probably Let's gonna use this it eventually. Works. Ah! <laughs> Sorry. No. Uh, basically, you know, if you look at the the world of D and D, like they always talk about spirits and afterlife and gods and the nine hells and like everything else. So like, blatantly, there is something after death. And like I've even said, like you know, you were fighting that ghost in, in the beginning, yeah. like. Like, oh, her spirit's lingering. Are you going to send it to limbo? Are you going to kill it forever? What do you want to do? Like, what? Are you going to trap it forever? Send it with her parent? Like, what? So, there is a thing after death, like, of a physical body. Well, I would say if it's easier for you, maybe talk about it outside of the campaign. Because it's like, if you don't want to reveal too much. Because, unfortunately, I never never played in a game where, like, where I was DMing and, like, someone died like they were you know they dropped to zero but then they made their death saving throws and all this yeah stuff. so i've had a couple of games where people out, outright died and you know usually she's like all right well roll a new character that's it and they're like is that it i'm like you're dead <laughs> like you know whatever um other campaigns it's been like all right you know i will give them a chance like if you guys can get to a monastery in time and pay the thousand gold for us for somebody to cast revivify then maybe we can do it you know you know, and they have like you know a time frame to do it. Other games is like, um, sometimes their spirit will linger, and I'm like, I let them choose. Like, all right, which way do you want your spirit to go? Like, you die, your spirit's above your body. You can go. There's three different paths. This one goes to this place, this place, this place, and this at this path. You see this person, this person, this person, and usually even after they die, I have their uh, wherever they go, you know, whatever path they choose affect at least some portions of the game. You know, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So even after like death happens itself, like if you die, like, you got to make a new character. You know, that's just how it works. But I usually try to make some sort of like I don't try to make it just like yep, yeah, that's it, tear up the sheet, make a new one. I try to have some sort of like lasting effect even after the death and make it interesting. Right. Like I uh, the campaign that I played before this one, uh, within the first few sessions, two of our party members got hit by a mummy with the mummy curse, and my character was just pure neutral at this time. And we went back to the uh, monastery to try and see if they can get blessings so they can get rid of the disease. Come to find out, they're like, all right, you're going to have to do something for us. Like, you're going to have to pay the so-and-so gold. None of us had the gold for it. So my character, being a uh, rock genocide that was fighting rock genocide, I was just like, how about I convert to your guys' religion? And they're like, what? Like, they were all so confused. They are just like, really? Like, you really want to? I'm like, if it means saving my friends, yes. I, I will go under any god that will save my friends. So I ended up becoming from this neutral, just fighting genocide that was like a pebble. People called me pebbles. And I was just like, yeah. 
to this lawful good uh rock jazz side that would just go around just everything is about justice you have to follow the laws and order of everything but like <laughs> they they legit like made me convert to their god and everything and then they blessed my party members and they got rid of the disease literally last hour or they would have just turned to dust Jesus. It, it was a rough time because like <laughs> we went to a faraway place like we went to try to go to the Yanti uh temple and on our way there we got hit by like five mummies and then we had to run back <laughs> and it was interesting it was a rough time okay all right now the cut thing is short we're about an hour and 10 minutes into the episode uh or give now two questions real quick we actually have one on twitter we have another one on our discord Ooh. um mm-hmm. so this one is easy it's like a one word an- one you know like one sentence answers keep it short uh what's everybody's favorite class to play camera go ahead at first it was always a rogue mm-hmm because I didn't really like the major sneak attack. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And dual wielding, I've always been like a long range or dual wielding type person. But I just thought the spells were too complicated for me when I first played, and so I got overwhelmed. And then the more I started playing, the more I got comfortable. So I started like an artificer a lot because like because it's I, a douchebag. It, it's not douchebag thing. It's just like it's something that I always vibed with. Every game that I played, if I could be a gunslinger, I'm going to be a gunslinger. Okay. Like that's just how I am. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Ian, mm. favorite class to play? Um, I really like Monk. Oh, uh, yeah, Monks are cool. I really, I, I just like the fast pace of it. Uh, actually, when I first started playing 5th edition, I played a fighter, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> I was like, this <laughs> shit sucks. Like, I was very salty when I was first playing, because I'm looking at everyone, and they're like a rogue or a wizard, and I'm like, they could do all this cool shit, and I'm just swinging my goddamn sword around. This sucks. Like, boom, I get to attack twice what yeah. we fucking do. <laughs> well, no, no, I mean, this for whatever reason, the DM made us start at level one. Uh, so I'm, yeah. uh, and I'm like, I'll start at level one for like literally beginners, first time players. But oh, like, yeah. it's like a veteran season. Like, hey, I start level three at least, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I did. At least have yeah. And then I, it was, my friend was DMing. So I was like, we were going to get food and I was like, dog, like, I don't want like, my I, character's I, ass. I, I need to change characters. I'm and he's like, he's like, oh man, I'm like, I don't mean to be a bother, but this fucking sucks. Yeah. And but yeah, but I like monks. Um, I remember. Uh, fourth edition, like that's what I started on. Ew. Yeah, I know. I never, Eat ass. I only played. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, he talked about it earlier about mid maxing. Damn, you could do some shenanigans with monks I bet. in fourth edition. There's a. I, I only I only played fourth edition a couple times. I never. I, 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 I never second I, of it. I still remember the key thing where you do where it's there's a move you get. It's a your basic move called like Iron Lion or something. Anyone who enters an adjacent square at them, you just do your dex mod damage. And then with your uh, Flurry of Blows, you have, like, the wind Flurry of Blows or whatever. Mm. So you hit a guy, do Flurry of Blows, move, shift them to an adjacent square, and then you get to hit them one more oh, time. Oh, God. So oh, within God. your first deck, you're just hitting them three times. You're just like, eat you just, my dick. Just- <laughs> it's great. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, God. Cool. All right. Um, I don't know what Greg's is because unfortunately he's not here. Uh, he's at. Oh God, my mic just fell. Uh, there we go. Um, I don't know what Greg's is because he's. God damn it. Okay, I don't know what Greg's is because he's not here right now. Um, but if I had to guess, I'd probably say Monk because it's the only class he's ever played. 
Yeah. Um, we'll see. Right. Yeah. This is first. This is Greg's first time playing D and D. He's gonna send me the answer to his questions later. I'm, I'm gonna try to edit them into the the show at some point somehow um, before Monday comes. Um, my favorite to play, I probably want to say Bard, just because come from a DM like a DM standpoint, like I get to do a fuck ton of stuff when it comes to, like combat, mm-hmm. like all the fucking time. You do like, some silly shit with a Bard. It's stupid. Yeah, like, and that's my thing is like, like I can do like I can do combat and spells all day long as a DM with like tons. I have a book full of shit, but like when it comes to like you know character interaction and stuff like as a dm like you guys are the ones persuading me usually like i don't get to do the persuading and like a lot of the uh the role play i mean i get to do role playing but like a lot of the uh diplomacy type stuff so like when i'm playing a campaign like as a as a player like i use this i usually you know like to start off as a bard for my first character for the campaign just because it's like a fresh it's nice it feels fresh to me like rather than just like cool i went from playing a bunch of monsters to playing a guy that has a sword <laughs> like right. one of those things so definitely definitely a bard for me um Okay, uh, last question real quick. We're going to keep this nice and short. Um, this is from Liam on Twitter. An important part of D&D is storytelling. Uh, do any of you like to write or draw? Do you enjoy reading? If so, what are your favorite books? Do you play any other tabletop RPGs besides B&D&D? Oh, this is a couple questions as one. That's fine. All right, yeah. real quick because we're going to keep it short. Um, That's the first one. An important part of D&D is storytelling. Do any of you like to write or draw? You guys have seen my artwork. You guys have you know, blatantly like to write because of the – the story right you guys have seen my artwork yes i like to draw uh especially when it comes to npcs and character art like i feel like the visuals add a lot to the game even if i can just show you guys i personally thoroughly like to draw as well but i'm more so of like a poetry type person and i actually had a poetry that i kind of just kind of warped into a short story that i made back in like sixth grade it's really kind of good not go i i thoroughly enjoy, i really enjoy it um so, yeah. i I say I write, but it's just ideas in my head that I really like. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I don't remember them, then they weren't good in the first place. And I am still working on the D and D campaign that I played all those years ago. Nice. Oh dang. My campaign campaign writing wise, like usually, like I start with a premise. And I usually just write how I go, honestly, because like. Oh, see, you know. it was a question I was going to ask, but since we're cutting it short, like, but um, I try to include, uh, I guess, ideas mm-hmm. that I don't, I really like. And, like, a big one that I don't see a lot. And, you know, if we happen to play where I'm the DM in a weird scenario. Yeah, we, can, yeah, far yeah, we, future, we plan on it. So, yeah. Um, spoilers. One of the things I really like but don't see too often is that the moon is a bad guy. Okay. And that's cool. dope as shit. Just blow the moon up. I mm-hmm. love that. Be Piccolo, blow the moon up. All right. <laughs> uh, second question real quick. Uh, keep it easy. Uh, do you enjoy reading? And if so, what are your favorite books? I do enjoy reading. Um, actually, my favorite group of books, aside from like the D and D type stuff, um, would actually be there's this book series called The Divide. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it or not. No. I started reading these books when I was in fuck. Uh, I was young, like probably fifth, sixth grade. And there's like three or four of them, like total. But the series is really good. It's called The Divide, and like what brought me into it was the cover because the cover isn't a typical book cover. I'll have to show you guys before you leave. Um, it opens up from the middle. And then from the middle, like opens on the outsides, and then, then like a regular book. So the cover is really cool, and it's about this boy who's like terminally ill, um, and he lives in some fucking state. I forget where it is, but he goes to the top of this mountain ridge, and he stands on like a divide between the like, two different states, which is like a national like park area. So he like stands on the top of this mountain where like water drips down like the side of the mountain, and like a lot of people like to stand between it, like take a picture of like you know their two feet like in the divide, you know, between the two states. Well, he stands, ends up standing on this divide and passes out and wakes up in another realm. 
like a typical like like your typical like World of Warcraft RPG fantasy realm, sure. and has to like gotcha. try to get his way out of there, and uh, eventually find a, a, a cure to his illness. So like he eventually finds like magic and shit, and cures his illness and goes back home because he had like a month to live. Eventually finds his way back home to his family. His illness is cured. They don't know how the fuck it happened, but he's back. And then the sequel, people from the magic realm found their way to the other realm and started bringing magic and shit to his realm. Then they started taking like technology and like cars and shit back to the other realm. So like the series like progresses into like this big, really cool like fantasy RPG type thing. And like one of my favorite book series ever. It's called The Divide. I'll have to show you guys. I forget who it's by. It's been years, but that's the the series that really got me into this kind of stuff. Fucking loved it. Um, Uh, Camera, go ahead. For me, like that, I'm more so like a poetry type person, but I also read mangas and everything. So if you're any weep trash people out there, I got you, boo. Just always ask me for anything. But um, other than that, uh, there's one book that caught my eye that wasn't like a poetry or any manga. It was a book called The Darkest Days, and it's by uh, Marcus Sedgwick. I read it back in like uh, freshman year, and to me, it still sticks to me. It's there's like a series to it. I forget what the uh, other book is, but it's about this kid who doesn't have a name or anything. He just goes by boy and he gets uh, picked up by this. Boy, uh, I tell you. Like how I see it is just like boy, like Kratos kind of like yeah. boy. boy, but um, he gets picked up by this um, magician man, like who's legit a magician. Like it's not all illusions or anything. It's actual magic. And like, I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but it's just like one of those like mysterious type things to where like something evil goes on around the darkest days, which is between I think Christmas and New Year's is what they call mm-hmm. it, the darkest days. Oh yeah, it's the uh, winter solstice. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but they but in that book they like said it's called it's like the darkest days. Yeah. yeah, but highly recommend it. It's really good. I enjoy it. Awesome. Um, and what about you, Ian? I mean, I enjoy like fancy themes mm-hmm. but i can't stand reading them so like a p- perfect example of this is like you play the game series drag or game series it's one game dragon's crown it's a side scroll beat em up like the old like streets of yep. rage games yep. but it's all D themed and it hmm. even has like oh the adventure party goes into the labyrinth and like has a dm speaking to you oh shit that's okay dope. that's sweet it's fuck it's my one of my favorite games. What's of all it called? Time. Uh, Dragon's Crown, right, and I actually take influence of my campaign from there because awesome. there's some dope shit. But um, a book that I read, um, it stuck with me for a good while. It's called Drifter's War. I don't remember what it's called. It's kind of weird, like a CD sci- sci-fi like smugglers trying to relax after a, a successful job, and then yeah. some galactic empires coming after him. But the only thing that really stuck with me was the description of like this ship he finds, where its space engine is a tree. It's like organic engine, and then it's huh. like its weapon defense is like the sap that falls from the tree. Oh, that's so dope. like when the ship the ship like starts blowing up, like the sap seeps out of the ship and like grabs hold of the ship to pull it back together, and then it's like. These tendrils are like piercing through these galactic warships, and they're like, "We don't know how to stop this thing Jesus. because it's just a blob. We shoot our energies, and it just either just def- like fizzles out in the sap, or goes right through it. We can't stop it." And that's Jeez. always stuck with me. I love that idea. That's sweet. That's cool. So cool. And the last question we had, real quick, which is easy: Do you play any other tabletop games besides D and D? I tried playing Dark Heresy. It's like a think of like a steampunk type of mm-hmm. 
D and D in a way. I end up getting to create a character, but I never got to play it. And I've always been wanting to like push my friends into playing it. Uh, my other group of friends, and then they all just kind of like dispersed and like moved away. Like one moved to like oh. an hour away, one moved like so three they, hours. They away. just yeeted. Yeah, yeah, so like I never got a chance to play it, and I've always wanted to play it. We may have to look into it. It's really you. Um, there's a small list, and I'll go through them. Uh, One Piece D20 version. It was fun until it didn't last. Fallout did not work. Fallout 76. The yeah. Um, <laughs> we create characters for a Pokemon thing. Did not work. We someone suggested something based on the anime Bleach. Did not work. Jesus. Um. Played a session of Cyberpunk 2029, 2022. I forget what Cyberpunk. Sounds Cyberpunk, yeah. Uh, It's great. The world is awesome. Uh, Do not go into it thinking that it is combat based, much like DD. It is not. So everyone's like, oh, I have a cool, sick robot arm. And I'm like, dog, you're solving a murder. And they went, what am I supposed to do with my robot arm? And I'm like, fucking put handcuffs on someone because you're not killing them. (laughs) Put put the handcuffs on them really tight. Yeah. So. That one I'd like to go back to, but there I have to kind of yeah deconstruct what I know about tabletop to really look into that. But one. Cyberpunk's dope. Check it out. Um, for me, yeah, it's uh, mainly D and D. I've played the Star Wars version of D and D. So like the Star, I forget what it's called. Um, so there's a Star Wars version I've played. We have played. Um, what was the other one we played? It wasn't oh Pathfinder. Duh, we I played Pathfinder a couple times, which is basically D and D, just you know different rule sets and uh, and whatnot. Um, I want to say there's another one. D and D has always been my main one that I've always played, that I've really stuck with. Uh, we've talked about doing other ones. Like there's like a some like makeshift Dragon Ball Z one, I guess. What? Um, yeah, that I saw online that we almost did one time, and it's I was like, tabletop version that's of cool. Universe. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> there's a Harry Potter one too, and I was like, what? Oh, yeah, I don't know. So, but now medieval based type stuff, like your your typical D and D type stuff, is always my mm. my favorite, my go to. So same here. That and steampunk yeah, stuff. So. I uh forget, remembered one. Uh, it was called Mask. It's a superhero one. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. It's like point investments. I, I, okay, I, I read about that one online. Are you talking Same. about? Yeah. yeah, mass is dope. Um, I play with my friend. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I like the character I created. I just created a Power Ranger essentially. <laughs> um, but that's a mood. I feel the. Like. Everything about it, like, he tends to create a lot of the same characters, which I think is a problem, where it's like he made, he's played four different campaigns, they're four different people, but they're all just the juggernaut from Marvel Comics. (laughs) And I'm like, and then they interact with each other, and I'm like, that sounds real boring of seeing the juggernaut talk to the juggernaut too. No offense, man, if you listen to this, I love you, but shit. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fuck you. All right. Well, with the big old fuck you at the end, I think it's time for us to wrap this up because this is a long, long bonus episode. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, again, uh, we are uh, We Can't Trip, a D&D podcast, minus Greg today. I'm Brenda Tharp, your Dungeon Master. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, – or, sorry, on Twitter at The Tharpening, on, tw- on Instagram at BTharp50. You can find us on Facebook at We Can't Trip D&D Podcast, on Twitter at We Can't Trip Pod, and on Instagram at We Can't Trip D&D Podcast. We have a Discord. Join our Discord. It is We Can't Trip AD&D Podcast. Um, there is a link to our Discord on all of our social medias. You can find it there. Join the community. Come hang out. Come have fun. Uh, we post a lot of funny memes about the show and talk about some really dumb shit. 
It's a good time. Props to Joey, by the props way. Props to Joey. Those yeah. Yeah. Props to Joey. Yeah. Cameron, plug your, plug your stuff. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, K underscore Ron underscore stoppable. You get it. Um, and that, and I guess Xbox slops McFlops, Steam slopping McFloppy, Slops less than McFlops. three. Yeah. Come play some PC games or Xbox games with me. I'm bored and don't have any friends to play with. Ian, go ahead. Um, Simptaz, S-I-M-P-T-A-Z, Instagram, Twitter, PlayStation Network. Uh, by the time this comes out, depending on how difficult it is for Brandon to edit it and get it up, this is the last past couple of days. Oh, what was that? I think I saw a bird fly in here. That's pretty weird. <laughs> um, depending on when this comes out, I will d- most definitely be It'll playing be the Monday. new. I'll be most definitely playing the new Mortal Kombat. So listen, I, yeah, you hit me up I if need you to want to throw it. Right, quick too, apology for usually I try to get it up by Monday. No, don't apologize. Own up to it. Don't don't say anything about. I don't it. know. Fuck you. I'm apologizing. No, don't. Uh, usually I try to get the episodes up by Monday, but I literally am in the process of buying a house. No, don't and apologize. planning a wedding. I'm saying don't apologize. Yeah, as long as you, you got the episodes up, dog. That's all. Yeah, yeah, but I like this. If someone consistent. complains, you fucking show them. <laughs> <in your laughs> I mean, you, you've been saying consistent on Tuesdays. I think we're better off just doing Tuesdays now. Yeah, but you know why? It's you know why. Okay, listen, I'm telling the, the listeners right now, and that way you guys are my witnesses. You know why I do it on Tuesdays? It's because Sunday nights, Greg is an asshole and likes to keep me up until two a.m. playing fucking Apex Legends all night, and I don't get time to edit the podcast because by the time we're done, I need to go to bed to go to work in the morning. That so blame like, Greg. Uh, Personal a, problem. A weak will. It is yeah. a weak will. You but gotta it's be also, like, Greg, it's... fuck off. I get... Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> like, that, that's why I don't get on Xbox all that much now. Fuck because, you, like, Greg. you guys are probably like Rocket League or like Apex We've Legends. had so many fuck yous. <laughs> Just call outs to be with another. Fuck you. And fuck calls, you. Dog. And fuck you, Indirect. Greg. I'm calling them by name and we have to cut some of these. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you, guys. Greg. We're We Can't Trip a D&D podcast. You can see us. <laughs> Hold on. We're We Can't Trip. Fuck you, Greg. We're we is, that, is that the title? Yeah. Is that the title? Just fuck you, Greg. That should be the title <laughs> yeah, of this episode. Bonus episode. Fuck you, Greg. Bonus episode. <laughs> the weekly break. Fuck you, Greg. We're We Can't Trip a D&D podcast. We will see you guys next week. Hey, if you're in the area, come out to Clubhouse Brewing in Warren, Ohio this Sunday. We're starting at 9 o'clock. We'll be there around 4 to start setting up. It's going to be a good time. Starting at 9? 5. 5. But we're going to be there early. Like 4.30. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Wait, what? You said starting at 9. 5. Start at, god damn it. We start at 5 o'clock. I got to restart this entire thing. Fuck you, Greg. Where we can't trip a D&D podcast. You can see us live this Sunday at Clubhouse Brewing in Warren, Ohio. It's going to be a good time. If you're in the area, come on out. You can find the address and the events on all of our social medias. It's free. Starts at 5. It's going to be a blast. They have the best beer ever. Goes to 9 that day. Yeah, goes to 9 that day, not the next morning. (laughs) That would be one long session. Jesus. Yeah. So that's really it. Uh, sorry to anybody that we called out and said fuck you to this episode. So Can't. far, the, the only one, the only one, one is cut, one I did not name, and the last one is Greg. And last <laughs> one Greg. Greg. Cameron, say the N-word. Nigga. We'll see you guys next time. Deuces. Uh, best and worst D&D experience. Um, the best, I think, would be... Um, the wolf pelt um just the, <laughs> to have 
such a very stupid idea and um, have it end up being, you know, not just funny to me, but funny to other people. Uh, I That was my favorite, my worst experience. Um, I, I You know what? I, I don't know if I would say worst, but I think something I would have done uh, differently, maybe better, is not constantly volunteer myself to die for other people. Um, but at the same time, I, that's how the character progressed, you know, over time. He, at the beginning, he, I thought of Nomo as being like this very tentative and, and afraid, uh, dwarf, you know, just due to, due to his life. And then all of a sudden the thing that he was lacking was gratification and attention and, and respect. And then when he got it, he's like, well, now I have to, you know, I have to die for these people because they're the only person who's, you know, only people who have uh, given that to me. So that kind of altered how uh, his mindset was. So I, I guess I can't even say that it would be the worst. So maybe I only have a best experience. Favorite class to play. Now, this is like really my first experience with uh, Dungeons and Dragons. So, you know, this is the only real character that I've played. In retrospect, I wish I would have been like an artificer so I could have had cool ass shit like, you know, Cameron gets all the time with Tack. Um, <laughs> it it would have been nice to to have some sort of armor instead of always getting mollywopped by every character that comes towards me and breathes at me. Um, well, yeah, I would say that would probably be be it. I I do appreciate being you know a monk dwarf though because it it makes me as a character think more on my feet, and that's a little bit different than I would do if I was somebody else who had more power and strength and and abilities. Uh, Tyler asked if we had the chance to start over the campaign and do stuff differently if we would. Um, honestly, the only thing I think I would do was maybe not do the voice. Uh, just because, like, literally the first, I would say, eight episodes, you know, we would record a couple at a time. Uh, my throat would be gone before, like, the end of the day, and I would have to head home. And my wife would be like, hey, how'd recording go? And I'd be like, I'm doing good. So maybe not the voice um, or a different voice, but that would probably be the only thing I'd change just because I really did, uh, I, I do like how everything's gone and I like the, the ebb and flow of how we've had, um, you know, just character development. And that's that's been huge, you know, for me on a personal level. I, I've really appreciated like diving into the psyche of somebody who, like Noma, would have so much trauma and how he would respond to things.